Welcome to episode 31 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team. Number one. Number one. Number one. Like I was saying, I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Number one. Raymond. Number one. What is going on? Mommy is number one in PWI's top 500 of women wrestlers. Number one. Number one. Is it the same I magazine? I don't think Buddy Matthews went this hard with it. Yeah, this is the same magazine that picked Seth Rollins as number one. Are we still okay with that? We're not talking about Seth Rollins. We're okay. just talking about Mommy. Number one. Mommy's always on top, remember. Um, does anybody know who's number two? I have no idea. Because <laughs> I, I know that the, men, the men's caught like, a lot of heat for who was like number three and five and number seven. I think number seven was Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I understand why. Cody Rhodes was number 10. So they had Orange Cassidy before Cody. It was a, a crazy list. Yeah, I think Bianca Belair, the only one I saw, I think oh. it was number three or number four. So let's get, let's, let's get um, credit to um, Rhea Ripley for being number one. But real fast, let's jump back to the men. So you brought this up. Um, let me get this straight. I had something I wanted to ask you guys. Um, Josh Alexander. Do you know him? Mm, the name doesn't sound familiar to me. Impact Wrestling. You, uh, Mark, you said what? Impact Wrestling. That, the guy with the headgear. That, that is correct. A great wrestler. I just want to know how, I guess, known his name is. He was number five on the list. And I heard other people in podcasts and everything say the same thing Raymond said. I have no idea who this guy is. I don't understand why he's number five. Like I said, very talented wrestler. He he has like the amateur background. He does great wrestling matches. It's just weird that people were very upset that he was number five ahead of Cody Rhodes. And he had a pretty good. I mean, listen, he had some great impact matches. And I, stuff. Like the guy, what? I I thought so too. So when I, I I know we're new to this podcast thing, we're only up to episode thirty one. There's people who have who are up to episode five hundred. They're doing pre shows for top companies, and they don't know some of these wrestlers that are on the top 10. So I was just wondering how far and how much known of these wrestlers. But okay, um, back to congratulations to Rhea. I definitely want to look at that list. I'll, I'll check it tonight, I guess, at least to see who's the top 10 for women's wrestling. Um, Big news. Um, Stain has announced his retirement for next year. So now we go with... um. We were talking about this earlier. Who could be his um, last match with? Any thoughts? For me, I think I rate Edge would be a good choice because Edge, this is going to be his last opportunity, you know, between now and then to get in the ring with Sting. If he doesn't do it now, it's never going to happen. So that is going to happen. That's a great way to get like a nice big main event, in my opinion, for that particular event. Mark? Um, you know what? Here, here's my thing. Edge would be a great one. I don't think it should be his last match. It should be one of his last matches. Right. I say Darby retires. Yes. Goes full circle. Yeah. There's no way you could get Ric Flair. I mean, that even for like one night. Oh, well, we don't need to see a freaking guy die on television. <laughs> all right, please. That is true. I mean, it, it would be like, um, I guess, what sweet poetry, if you want to say it, if it was Flair. But it, I, I, I say the same thing. It should be Darby. 
No one wants to see two people with a combined age of 210 in the ring, all yeah, right? You, don't, you always say that. You don't want to see <laughs> two, two part-timers fighting because no one's really going to be able to carry the match. Darby and Sting, I think it's perfect. And it passes officially the torch to Darby. Yeah. Uh, so far, there's been rumors already. Of course, people had some oh. flair. Um, I've heard Ed from one or two people. Um, even the crazy name of Goldberg. But I like Darby. Oh, come on. <laughs> I love Goldberg. I, 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 want change, I want to change my answer. Can I change my answer? Sure. Swear Orange God, you Cassidy. Cassidy. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Y'all, y'all, y'all doing this on purpose right now. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I, I didn't even think of that. When he no, said he wants to change it, I was thinking of a weird name, but never that, never that one. Um, and he just said that to piss me off just now. I, that's all he did. He just um, wanted to piss me off. Um, Raymond, um, Tony In the Khan, words of Jeff Jarrett, don't piss me off. Ray, Raymond, Tony <laughs> Khan has listened to you. You say you want stories in AEW. You got seven new stories in AEW within. Two weeks. The only sad part and bad part for it is that all seven stories have to do with MJF. So, <laughs> okay. What, please, please clarify because unfortunately I was traveling. Yeah, don't uh, worry. Don't up. worry. I'll clarify because I even think this is crazy. Um, we'll start off with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe has been doing promos saying that he wants a rematch with MJF. Um, we have uh, Wolo coming in. To the ring, doing like a Goldberg's squash match, and he has MJF written on his um, tape, and he keeps on showing it to the camera that he wants MJF. Uh, Max Caster, he wants to fuck MJF. Whoa, pause. <laughs> uh, th- there's no pause about it. If you're watching the promos, that's what he wants. I mean, th- there's no other way to go with that. Shouldn't it be, uh, shouldn't it be Anthony Bowens? I, like, am, I, am I missing something? I don't know. Uh, Anthony Bowens, uh, I mean, we already know he has a boyfriend. He's taken, if you follow social media. So I guess Max is the best person. And they have a history of training together in Long Island. But keep going down the list. That's only three. Number four, Adam Cole. Is he um, MJF's best friend or is is he not? Um, Now we got Roderick Strong on his last promo on Wednesday saying now he has to become friends with MJF. Kenny Omega. MJF is about to break his record of the longest title holder in AEW. And then the final story, which is the entire Bullet Club Gold who stole MJF's title. So that's seven different characters that are all chasing MJF. So there's your, your stories, Raymond. Enjoy. See, but that's the issue with AEW. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Some of these stories... <laughs> are interesting and I'm like okay where is it going to go right and, and they all going to have different parts and endings however you're focusing on just one man yep. it's kind of the issue that I have with AEW remember Mark, that's, your, your input on this remember that steel cage that they had uh, in on Ready I to Rumble I just want to point out that I haven't even seen AEW yet this week okay. and the only reason why I kid you not is that because last week it was Tuesday like, I was so set in, like, I don't know why. I feel like I was going for Tuesday for multiple weeks in a row. And then yesterday when I went to watch NXT, because I always watch NXT the day after, regardless of what it is. I watch it the day after. And I'm like, wait, AEW wasn't on? I'm like, oh, it was only a one-week thing. And then I just completely forgot about it because it, <laughs> it's just 
how I view things. You know, I use YouTube and stuff like that. But yeah, so yeah. I gave I gave you guys seven different stories. Six of those were on um this past Dynamite episode. Really? Yeah. So everyone had a little agenda of why they want MJF. But um, you said how did how should they go with this? Remember that steel cage that they had in Ready to Rumble that I believe WCW used it once. Oh my god, the three cage. Yeah, I think that they should do like seven <laughs> and put one in each one and see if MJF can make it to the top or to the bottom it's or like, whatever. It's like a gauntlet. Yeah, because uh, do you, do you fight these guys once a month? Every month have a different person or? I mean, he's only gonna be in the company for a couple more months. Like, goes that'll be in twenty twenty four. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, he has what Juice Robinson um to fight. I think next week is it for the ring. So well, you, you guys, oh, you guys didn't watch it. But yeah. What happened? No, I was gonna say I was like I mentioned, I'm a little off. With, I'm trying to catch up because I'm trying to catch up on my days. Yeah. However, um, I my thought process has been if MJF does lose that ring for any reason. I, for me, I think that's the beginning of the end. Those are those little red flags that I think so too. I it's funny because when I when they announced the battle royal and everything, in my head I was like, oh, Swerve is gonna win this because he's gonna look so cool with that ring, and he wasn't even in the rumble or battle royal, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, Juice Robinson won that, and now he's gonna fight, and I can see some crazy ending, and Juice Robinson is gonna have the ring. So yeah, I, I put the same thing. If they take the ring away from him, which he's had it for, like, what, three, four years? Um, yeah, since the beginning. Yeah. I think I think it's three years he's, he's won the, the battle for it. So, I mean, I, I see it as a step, though, down. It would be that, and then next the title, and then that's it. Um, Moving on. Since you guys didn't see that much of AEW, that was basically the top stuff there. Um, It was a... Uh, I'm sad to say, a waste of time with Edge. They did a backstage interview that was looked like it was pre-recorded, and he said, "If you watch any of his specials on A and E or WWE, he just repeated exactly how he met Christian and every single step of their wrestling career." So, yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> so I'm moving on to Raw. Um, I love. Um, Nakamura, Nakamura versus Ricochet. I thought that match was great. He's really a heel right now, Rain, because he's really just throwing Hector off right now by just throwing random comments in. Yeah. And it's like, all he's trying to do is just put it for, for our wonderful audience here. And the words of Honky Honky, our beautiful audience. Yeah, but you know, um, you know how it is, Mark. Interrupting. When, you, when, you're trying, when you're trying to cut a promo, you have that, that bad fan that's just trying to get your attention. And it's just. Oh, boring. it's Raven 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely Raven right now. <laughs> and then all you can do Raven's is type of guy hey. shirts and you hear the guy that farts and everybody's like who did that yeah, and then, I, then, then I gotta act like the rock and look at him like I get more pie than you could ever yeah so you know <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> I took a different turn <laughs> so yeah anyway yeah. Oh, I, oh I care about his mom yeah mommy had a, a great spot in that show I guess she was, she's having what a five way right with Raymond, who else is in that? No, no. Oh wait, oh you mean the match wrestling match? Yeah, Sammy, Sammy, oh. First of all, Raymond would never <laughs> allow a five way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, she's had I crowned Joe, I believe. Yeah, with Raquel, Nia, um, Shayna, Zoe Stark, Nia. and Nia. Yeah. Um, did she lose her title, Raymond? 
Absolutely not. Okay. It's mommy. <laughs> she bet against mommy. She's the only one that um Jade hasn't faced or met backstage or whatever. I well, we'll probably get back to Jade in a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, guess she. You can talk about her now. I mean, she was face to face with Becky, face to face with Charlotte, but yeah, nothing more. Because I there was oh, wait, there was. Oh, sorry, I apologize, Mark. I was just gonna say with NXT, I I again been trying to catch up with some TV. There was a little video on WWE.com where I think it was Roseanne Perez. She was like, oh no, it wasn't Roseanne, Roseanne Perez. Roseanne. It was someone else. Roseanne. Was Roseanne was on the Connors and all that. Yeah, That's Roseanne. Roxanne. Roxanne. Rosie, Roxanne, whatever her name is, doesn't matter. It's not mommy. But there was someone backstage at NXT, and she was like, yeah, next week I get my title shot or whatever. And then as she walks away, Jay appears on the TV, and she's looking at her watch or tapping on her watch or wrist as basically our time is coming up. So I think she will be debuting and looks maybe like NXT. I don't know. I, I keep on hearing, like, we won't see her to maybe Rumble or Mania. So... But they're gonna keep doing this whole process of. I, hey, I, hey, I think so. They, I mean, it's working because people love it. But and I think that's the reason we we, we haven't seen um, Bianca on TV too. They just keep keeping them away so, and letting um, for certain reasons, Jade to be the only one to get the spotlight. But I mean, let's see how long. I mean, I I, I I'll be tired if this takes all the way to Mania. There's no way that every no, week you just have her just go up to a different person each week and just stand there and go, hey, how are you? And then go to the next <laughs> one. And it's like, like but, come on. But you can't do it like, to everybody. You can only do it to the top girls. And so far, she got Becky out the way. She got Charlotte out the way. Um, it, it will have to be Bianca. It have to be Rhea. Maybe Nia. And then after that, everybody else is just, I don't know, not that top anymore for a main event status for her. The people I just named now, you could talk about that being a big fight at Mania. Anybody else is, I'm sorry to say, but it's like backlash or something. Uh, what else on Raw? I look. The, uh, the main event. Big meaty man fighting. <laughs> Bron- <laughs> Bronson Reed and Guta. It's sort of point. If people didn't notice it was a wrestling podcast, they would have thought there was about something else right now. Yeah. But, like it, what, what, what is the proper way to say that? It's big meaty men. Um, you, you don't say it like that. That's the proper way. You don't say it like that. You no, but it's, it's like, what's the second part? It's big meaty man um, smacking meat? Spanking their meats? No, it's not spank. <laughs> big pog. <laughs> it's big meaty man. I don't know what. I forgot the ending now. Yes, you guys uh, got me off. Big meaty you man. Slapping meat? Is it slapping meat? Okay. I. I this is in my department. Sorry, <laughs> you didn't get the meat shirt. I bought the meat shirt. You bought the meat shirt. I bought the meat shirt. I cut the sleeves. I got my muscles popping out. I'm working out in it. It's oh, awesome. Okay, Hector, you can do that. You have muscles bigger than my head. For those of us for people listening, Hector's got ridiculous muscles. Like you think he was part of Instagram's World Bodybuilding Federation. Yeah, yeah. Your flattery would get you nowhere. You're not getting no raise. <laughs> I don't mean to flatter anybody. I'm just being truthful. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anyway, change the topic. Um, Cody and Jay. <laughs> Cody and Jay loses their title, which is also known as their free pass to SmackDown. They lose it to the Judgment Day with help from Jimmy. Um. I 
this has to be maybe one of the most disappointing times of my life watching wrestling. I was so confused. I didn't understand why they would take the titles off of them. Um, if you guys have any input, I'm all ears. Talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I, the same boat. I don't get what 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 was accomplished of it. Like I understood why did the title change because then you could have Jimmy and Solo, you know, maybe win the titles or something or whatever. This this just made no sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, could, I, I was able to explain Dominic and the, how they build the story and the tension. We are coming back. That made all kind of somewhat sense. This one, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, I, when I, as soon as Cody won the belt, the tag team titles, I'm like, this is perfect. He's allowed to go to SmackDown now. He's going to bump into Roman. We got that. But now we don't get that again. So how does he build this match for Mania, which we'll st- we still have time for? I just don't understand that part at all. Yeah. Are we sure Vince uh, isn't booking again? What happened? Are we sure Vince isn't booking again? No, he's not. He's uh, he's out of the picture for that. Thank God. But I I don't know. Let's just hope that Triple H knows what he's doing. I believe in him. But anyway, any other news of war before I move on? Well, I was gonna say, do you think it's maybe they're gonna do what they just did again, but in reverse so instead of. Uh... Judgment Day winning, they're going to have Jay and Cody winning from them again in some fashion. They, I mean, they can do that. Both ways, it didn't make sense because you just had Rhea make a deal with um, Paul Heyman and supposedly Roman to have them like join together. If they don't have the Texan titles, they don't belong on SmackDown. So they can't hang out with Roman backstage. But without... Okay. So, Either way, one of them can't be on SmackDown. So. And then, what do you think? Okay, really quick, I'm quick sign up. What do you think they're doing with Rhea Ripley and Drew McIntyre? Because they were also shown backstage communicating um, last week, I think it was. I saw the article that you sent me. I mean, it, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it out loud. But um, if that happens, then we're definitely looking at a uh, breakup with uh, Judgment Day. It was basically that Rhea's doing some kind of deal with Drew. To get him the briefcase off of Damian Priest. Uh, Damian Priest, would, I, I can't see him anyway, but like, okay, here, Drew. So there'd be some kind of backstabbing going on. So I'm not sure if that's where we're going with a breakup on Judgment Day to give Drew, Drew McIntyre, the the Money in the Bank briefcase. So I, I don't know. But they keep on questioning her, like, where were you and all of that. So do they kick her out? I don't know. So wait, so they don't know she was with Drew. That's that you're telling me. Because I missed yeah. that part. They, I, I don't they, understand they, how I missed yeah. it, but I missed it. They, they don't watch the product. They, they weren't watching on TV and Raw. <laughs> they, <laughs> they don't watch the product. <laughs> <laughs> they, and I, 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 I got that from uh, a, a nice, smart man. That, that that That's his saying. But anyway, yeah, they definitely don't watch Raw. And they have no idea. So they were questioning, where was she? We all know she was talk, hanging out with Drew. So... Where's that story going? I don't know. Maybe, do they get mad at her and kick her out? And then mommy's by herself? Raymond? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> mommy's going to be around. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, Raymond's going to like go like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no way. No one can, no one can do that to, to, to mommy. No way, no way. Listen, um, right now, the way I, I saw mommy's going to be headlining the Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view <laughs> from what I read. Okay. You, you read Remember, that? in Australia. You, you read that or she texted you? 
<laughs> I read it, of course. We got Halloween Havoc next week, which is two parts. Is mommy on? Um, I don't think so. No, mommy. Uh, Becky, okay, moving on. Becky's <laughs> Becky's on. No mommy. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we, uh, I guess news out there. There was news or talk, you could say, that Jake Paul was going to box um, Matt Riddle. But um, that seemed not to go anywhere because um, they just announced Jake Paul's next fight in December. It's not Matt Riddle. That would have been interesting. Um, but, yeah. But talking about the Paul brothers and boxing, this past weekend, Logan Paul had another circus boxing match. He won by disqualification. It became this big circus thing. The best part is that um, since he has over 4 million followers that were basically watching this fight, he announced that he he's challenging Rey Mysterio for his United States title during this boxing match. So, so he'll be on SmackDown this Friday, and so will his 4 million followers. So that's a good thing for WWE. Wait, they're going to put 4 million followers in the arena? No, four minute followers just uh, follow I him. Being, I'm not actually asking, looking for an answer for that one. Yeah. the way you said it. That's, yeah. I was being, I was they, being a heel. Yeah, yeah. Hector's, Hector's like losing it. Right? Like these guys are just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't say that until like Friday morning. When people ask me, "How was your podcast?" I, I, I give them the CM Punk promo. I'm tired. I'm old, and I work with fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first time mentioning CM Punk in the entire podcast. I think today. Well, fuck it. Let's keep talking about CM Punk. Um, he's been <laughs> he's been offered um supposedly a deal with Impact. I'll be more interested if he joined NWA. But I mean, I guess they got a TV deal. They do uh, for the CW network. That's tremendous. I can't wait. I'll watch that. I definitely will too because I'm pissed off that I can't watch it, and I'm, I'm a big EC3 fan, so. Yeah, I'll definitely watch that. I will prefer to see CM Punk on NWA. It'd be more... What company? NWA. N-W-A. Billy Corgan. Uh, isn't that a rap band? No. Isn't that a rap band? <laughs> okay. It's, oh, my it's, God. It's the... NWA pre-pandemic was really damn good. Yeah. You're speaking to Raymond, who only watches WWE, and that's it. Remember, he just I said... I watch Mommy. He just said... <laughs> he watches Mommy. <laughs> He just said he's not. Josh Alexander doesn't sound familiar. He's never heard the name. So yeah, he's only watching WWE. He is. He is one of those guys. Oh, sorry. I don't even think he'll take a free <laughs> ticket for AEW. I'll take a free ticket <laughs> so I can yell and boo and have a sign. Mommy is number one. You'll take Mommy's a- always on top. So, so- you lost Jade. You lost Cody. Those type of signs, yes. I anyway, but back back to real conversation here. Um, <laughs> NWA pre-pandemic was actually really good. I mean, that's where basically Eddie Kingston was starting to catch his groove. Eli Drake, which is now LA Knight, Ricky yeah. Starks. A lot of these guys, NWA is where they really caught their shot because they had a lot more freedom, and it felt like they were in a different – being in that, uh, that old-school environment, the way they were trying to set up. Like, it was basically set up like back in the 80s type style. Yes. You know, with the with the, with the sad and the commentary, and Jim Cornette on commentary before he got blacklisted because of a really funny Ethiopia con, which everybody took as, as he was, you know, whatever. I'm, I still annoys me to this day that he got fired for that. But um, a lot of good came out of it. So it, there's no such thing as it, it's not a bad thing to have competition. Right. I'd rather that be. Yeah. 
I mean, I, it's too early to figure out what day they're going to be on. And, and would it be like a morning show? Like maybe like a Saturday morning show? I'll take that. Saturday morning show on Channel 11? Uh, well, Channel 11 in the New York area. But I'll take no, that. I think we're getting 7 p.m. time slot. Okay. Uh, whatever it is, but I, I, I miss Saturday morning wrestling. That, that, I'll show you my age. But, I mean, I'll take anything. So, I mean, I see Saturday morning wrestling, too, when I was younger. I mean, I got towards the end of it, like, when, you know, WCW would show WCW Saturday morning, and you'd have, you know, uh, John Nord taking on, uh, you know, beautiful Bobby Eaton, who's, like, 10 years past his prime, but, I was, you know, I still got to see it. I was thinking more of um, WWE superstars. Oh, I'm the only one that watches WWE, huh? <laughs> anyway, I can see how they're now with a bowl of cereal. Like, yes, and the maze on at 10 a.m. Fuck yeah. A big bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Um, well, yeah. Take it, take it one second to go right back to Impact Wrestling. I saw this ad, and I was kind of excited for it. I, I'm probably not going to order the pay-per-view. I'll look for a way to find it. it I don't, I'm not sure if it's the main event, but on Impact Wrestling, they have um, Bound for Glory Fallout. On October 22nd, and it's, once again, Josh Alexander versus my guy, Will Osprey. I For me, it sounds like a great match. I want to see it. Not sure how I'm going to see it, but I'll find a way to watch it. So, quick shout-out to Impact Wrestling for that. Congratulations to NWA and Billy Corgan for their TV deal. And moving on. You guys got to see the trailer for Iron Claw. It was just released. Is that wrestling related? Holy shit. Yes. Iron Claw? Iron Claw, yeah. It's a movie about the Ron Erics. Yeah, no, I didn't hear about that. It actually sounds interesting. I didn't hear about that. Holy shit. Yeah, MJF is in it. N- nothing? Listen, <laughs> I'm, not, I, I, I'm not as uh, in tune this week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, don't, don't cast. Don't, don't throw like, me out of the like box. It, 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 it's been like said it's going to be like the best wrestling movie ever made. It's talking about winning Oscars. Um, not because really? of MJF. Yeah. Um, if you know the stories about Ron Eric, I know as soon as you say MJF, you're like, oh, the movie can't be serious. He's not playing a big part of it. If you know the story about the, uh, the Ron Eric's, all the tragic deaths and everything, their names were so famous and they were so popular that they end up creating a brother. Their, their younger brother, They just they, they, he wasn't really a brother. He was in blood or whatever. They just created him just so they could keep the Ron Eric's going. And that's the character MJF is playing. But the main character is um, Zac Efron. He's playing um, the main character. You guys hear me? Interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the trailer came out. Check it out. It, it, it looks really good. It's coming out the, the weekend of Christmas. I believe it's December 22nd. Um, yeah, it, I saw the trailer. I, it, it looks really good. But you are the same guys who still haven't watched Heels, right? I have not, and I'm and I'm looking forward for the Vince McMahon Netflix special. Jesus. That's the one I'm looking forward to. You guys have to watch Heels. It's only two seasons because they got canceled. But if you guys like wrestling, it's everything that you would like about independent wrestling. It shows you everything backstage, how to cut promos. I really promos. have time to sleep nowadays, all right? Let's, let's bear with me here. Jesus, man. This is why the show, this is why the show get canceled. About it. Huh? Anyway, check out the channel for Iron Claw, and then hopefully there'll be... Um, I'm trying to work something out for that, and hopefully something good will come out of it, but I don't want to announce anything until it is set in stone. Anyway, moving I on. I think by the time we get to the end of this episode, Hector's going to have no hair. Oh, wait a minute. 
I started growing. Well, I'm not growing. I've just been lazy. Same way you guys have no time to watch heels. I haven't had no time to shave. But um, moving on. Kevin Cross has been doing, um, I guess, posting on social media of him standing behind the curtains watching the, the ring. Um, he did one with John Cena when John Cena first came back. And now he just did one when Roman Reigns came back. And it's just him looking as evil as possible behind the curtain, just watching these guys make the entrance. Um, there's been rumors that there's a big, he's going to get this big push. Um, there's something for him coming soon. He is a Triple H guy. So I'm ho I am have high hope for this. I don't know exactly where they're going to go with this. Because like I said, it, it has been Cena. And it looks like this, like I said, it's only posted to his site. So I'm not sure if he's doing this on his own or someone told him to do it. But he, you have him staring down basically Cena and Roman. So let's see where they go with that. But like I said, I'm hoping something big comes out of it. All right. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's always been great. It's just I you know, it's just, it, he just hasn't had a. I don't know. Just hasn't had a luck. I don't know what to even say. Yeah. I, he had. A, Listen, I, I think he had they, a big push, and nothing happened with it. It died real fast. It's two things. I think is his issue. One, no one's caring about his matches, right? Because he and NXT, he was like a big phenomenon, and then he yes. comes in and he becomes the uh, gladiator. And I was like, all right. So I think he lost steam there. Then, of course, he gets released. Then he comes back. And I think to build up steam, again, for a person, it's not easy. And at this point, no one seems to care about his matches. And then the matches that he has, they're not – I'm going to say this not in a bad way, but they're not special. I'm not seeing something special that makes me go, I'm going to remember this. You know? I, like, even beating up on someone, it looks eh. – and forgettable, I guess is the word. It's very forgettable. So hopefully they can, like you said, get him in a good storyline and get him to do something that is something that people will be like, oh, my God, did you see what he just did to this person and brutalized him and kicked his ass? And it would be a lot more better than what they're doing right now. Yeah, because on NXT, he was like this monster that no one could basically beat. And as soon as he came up, he was like a regular wrestler guy. So, I don't know if that, if that hurt him. Um, you know who he reminds me of? I know it's going to sound a little ridiculous, but it's the same kind of um, situation. Goldberg. And I'll explain. Cross is way better in the ring than Goldberg ever was. Let's let, that's not, that's not confuse things here. But Goldberg's appeal was how dominant, how quick his match would be, how it was like you doing all this stuff. Like, damn, shit. Like, he's motoring through people. Karrion Cross was kind of similar in NXT run and other places he's been. Like, he's when he's special, it's like this guy doing all these Asaido suplexes and all this other crazy stuff. That And he's, you know, hard-hitting shots that, man, he doesn't need to do any flips or any top ropes or anything. I, it would made him, you know, interesting. Made him like, oh, wow, okay, you know, this guy's damn good. This guy's, I'm interested in his matches. He was doing that in NXT, then when he got to the main roster... None of that anymore. It just completely changed them. Yeah. Like, they, they, they tried to change us like they did Goldberg. When Goldberg went to WWE after WCW's run, you know, he came in. I mean, beat The Rock. All right, cool, cool, cool. You know, and then he beat Triple H for the, for the title. And, you know, but it wasn't special because now he became more human. And and that's the, the same. What I'm getting at is once you make you humanize these characters, 
they're not special anymore. So I agree with Raymond. Like it, there was nothing special because what was special was taken away. That's right. And he was losing to like Xavier Woods. So I was like, you know, like how do you have someone that is a monster lose to Xavier? Yeah, I agree. Like, that should have been a squash match. Right. Um, what I was gonna say, um, I, this this hurts what I'm about to say. I can't remember who he fought during the holiday special at Madison Square Garden this past that December. That would be Drew Gulak. Thank I you. I was there. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, that match, I remember watching the match. I loved it because I like to watch wrestling. It was a wrestling clinic, what they like to call. It it was a lot of amateur wrestling moves. They gave a clinic, and everybody was chanting boring. They were booing it. They didn't want to see that. The match was maybe... I fi- was one of them. <laughs> the, match was maybe, the, ma- the match was maybe like maybe 15 minutes. This is, like I said, a, yeah. ho- a holiday show. A lot of the people for the holiday show are not um, diehard wrestling fans. It's d- definitely about family going to an event. So you'll see like pa- uh, a mother, father, and their four kids, and even the grandmother's there. So they're looking for high-flying tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. They're not looking for... No one wanted to see Drew Gulak and Karrion Cross go back and forth with headlock takeovers. I was so... I was in there. I was with all my friends who doesn't really go to OB shows. Like, this Cross guy, he's going to watch, he's going to squash him. And I'm like, what the fuck? In the match. What the hell? And I'm getting so pissed off. Like, this isn't... But a perfect example, that's not Cross. Like, Cross can do all that. Yeah. But that's what's make him special. You see that, you're like... This guy's fucking, it doesn't make a difference. Like, I could literally hear a mouse pissing on cotton. That's how quiet it was. You could hear a pin drop. So the, 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 two, the two sides of this story is the fans, what we're expecting to see, the squash match, the crazy stuff, and all of that. And then for the wrestlers, when they go to these house shows, they love it. Because since there's no cameras, they could take advantage of trying something new, playing around in the ring. Uh, this is why Cody Rhodes takes forever and, and goes around the whole ring and takes pictures and selfies for everybody. You could do whatever you want to do. So these two guys could have that kind of clinic. And for them, they love it. But they're not satisfying the fans. So, yeah. That match shouldn't have been 15 minutes. But it was 15 minutes of good wrestling moves. Just that crowd did not want to see that. And this is where maybe we're losing Cross at. Instead of just killing people in a couple of seconds and leaving us like, we want more of this. And that's what we want to see. <laughs> exactly. I think also the issue, too, is that Cross tosses big game on these promos. Like, oh, the clock is ticking, tick-tock, and, you know, whatever. And then he fucking loses, like, every other week. I'm but like, he's in that, in he's that, a jobber at this point. He's In that wrestling <laughs> match, the clock was definitely ticking. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, WWE higher-ups said there's no fucking chance for Alberto De Rio to return. See, they didn't say that for CM Punk. They didn't say that for CM Punk, but for... For Alberto De Rio, they were like, no fucking chance. So that's like the new remix. <laughs> of Vince- and so like, yes, maybe we can see him in November. <laughs> uh, what else out there? Um, Brie Bella is open to wrestle in AEW. <sighs> Sorry. But maybe she wants to end. Because um, Daniel Bryan, or, or Bryan Danielson, whatever, he has also one more year. So he should be retiring next year with Sting. So maybe she'll come back for his farewell tour. Mm, I don't know. I yeah. think at this point it's like I don't care anymore. Yeah, she, she's definitely just a name to have, but I mean, she, it's not like she's going to make 
waves over there. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is sad news. I mean, I was a little sad about it because I was hoping it would go somewhere. But um, Bo Dallas was released. So he's no longer with the company. Oh, it's official? Yeah. And supposedly... When did that, that happen? Um, this week. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's being picked up by a couple places. And they were basically saying that he's been done with wrestling. That the only reason he came back as Uncle Howdy was a favor to Bray. Like, Bray talked him into it. So, without Bray, he definitely didn't want to be there. So, they're not, once again, like you say, never say never. It doesn't mean we might not see him. But as of right now, there was no use for him. And so, he was released. So, we'll see if he comes back or not. But as of right now, no. Also, last week... Yeah. Last week, it was reported that Survivor Series was sold out. They um, end up moving some stuff around, I guess the stage or something, and they it opened up another 2,784 seats. So those tickets are available. So it's not sold out now because now they got extra seats to sell. So Survivor Series should Don't be Don't get AEW doing that. AEW <laughs> has... They can't, sell, they can't sell up the house anyway, but anyway. It's funny, but everyone's saying... That I, I'm listening to different podcasts and different um, journalists and everything. It's all because of the towns that they're going. Like, they're going to, for example, they're going to Raymond, Virginia. And they're going to Mark... Oh, yeah, listen, Raymond, terrible name, so it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> they're going to all these small towns that basically WWE is not going Watch to to try to Watch get that. them. But, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hurting them bad. But as long as Tony Khan keeps on creating and making money in his in his house or whatever, he doesn't care. But yeah, I'm like I said, I'm thinking about going to Collision next week. It's in Connecticut. Hopefully, they drop those prices down like they've been doing in every other arena, and I'll be there. <laughs> Just wait till the last minute; it'll drop. I think so. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a Friday night decision for me. Like, oh, okay, guess what? Hector to go to the show. What happened? They're gonna pay Hector to go to the show. Like, <laughs> you know, you're very supportive of us on your podcast. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? We have a thousand seats available at least. Um, here, go free ticket. You know what? Now that you said that, I I I dabble whatever. I go in and out of different podcasts to listen to. It's hard to find a podcast that talks positive AEW. Like people will give like their little like two cents. Like okay, this was a good match and everything. But besides that, they all talking down. So yeah, fuck Tony Khan. If you're listening, send me some tickets. Fuck. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up. Oh, another CM Punk. CM Punk no, I <laughs> I said everything I had to say about CM Punk. I'll see him in November. Um, Ray Mysterio. He was on a he did an interview saying that he's planning to retire two years from now. So he's not going to retire with Sting and and Danielson. Two years from now, he would like to retire. Um, who would you like to see him retire? His final match. Crickets. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, never really thought of that. I he's going to wrestle forever. I, I say Dominic. I mean, right now, it's kind of the only option. Uh, yeah. Lose, Think about it. Lose to Dominic, whatever. Take off your mask. Give it to him. Walk off to the sunset. And then Dominic burns the mask. No, I, I like what, like, um, what he did at WrestleMania. Show up with the mask. And as, like, halfway you enter to take off the mask, th- this guy does that too, right? Or used to do it. Oh. 
uh, LWO. Uh, Santos? Yeah. That was, that was, he hasn't worn a mask in God knows how. No, but that was like his gimmick when he first came to WWE. He came, yeah, he, when he's on yeah, with a mask. And and a, yeah, halfway, yeah, halfway yeah. walking down, he will take it off. Yeah, I think um, Dominic could do that. But, yeah. I mean, that 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 should be the only guy. Unless Batista comes out of retirement. I would hope not. Yeah. I like Batista, but I, I don't... There's no reason. Triple H retired him. That's it. It's over. I, we'll tell that to Ric Flair. Well, Ric Flair is... Just, I, I, I really feel that Ric Flair, his wish is to die in the ring. I really do. <laughs> like, there's no other reason to be wanting to still be wrestling like this. He, Him he, and Jerry Lawler. He, I love Lawler, too. He, Lawler's he great. Loves but the I, I feel like he wants to die in the ring, too. He loves the business. He doesn't want to say goodbye. Yeah, but, my God. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, if you... When you have a match, you should look back at it. If you look back at it and, and say, like, oh, man, I, I could do better, or I look horrible, I need to stop, that should be, like, what you're looking at. I don't know if Ric Flair is doing this. Because his last final match that he had against Jay Leto and that tag team match, I thought that was horrible. But I think Ric Flair, I saw someone where he said that um, he's not wrestling again. They, they were asking him, like, no, I'm not doing it again. Okay, good. He he must have saw the the, the fight then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he must have realized how bad it was. Yeah, it was. He, I, the only thing bad was like he couldn't keep up. He couldn't keep up. Whenever he tagged out, he he hugged that turnbuckle for like if it was oxygen, and stuff like that. It makes you. It gives a bad image. We have this guy, this high flying, uh, wheeling dealing, son of a gun. Woo! But um. That's what we want to think of. We don't want to think of the guy that looks like he's half dead. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the whole, I love you. I'm sorry. It's over. That's it. For me, that's my last match. Of, like, that should have been his retirement. Yeah. For me, it's Michael's. That should have been was. the retirement. I've only saw highlights of the other match. I was supposed to go. I ended up not going. Thank God I didn't. I'm happy because, like I said, my image is the Shawn Michaels image. That's it. Anything to add, guys? Uh, no, not at this moment. Not at this moment? Because there's no, other, there, there's no other There's one. no other moment, Raymond. <laughs> if we say goodbye, that's it. You can't text me later, like, I got an idea. Let's record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, you got your, your two cents in. Mommy's number one. You, you, we got to find out who was number two. Because we have to figure out. Mommy's number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. All the way to Right, um, let's start with Mark. Mark, any shout outs? Um, shout out the uh, Rhode Island Comic Con first weekend in November. I'll be going there. Um, Hector, you're gonna be going too. Yep, yep. So we're gonna we're gonna invade Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, I am just gonna say in advance for any of our listeners that are also going, please wear deodorant, please <laughs> shower. Um, because the weekend after is the big event and Lord knows that's already going to be bad enough. What, how those smells are going to be. I really don't need to smell that two weekends in a row. Thank you. PSA. Sir, I, I, I apologize. I just realized there's something I do want to kind of discuss pretty quick, uh, before we close it for the night, the Sasha Banks, uh, interaction with the fan who, you know, might've been a smart mark, not the mark that we're talking about here, but a smart <laughs> mark. 
and and was kind of I, I think in my opinion here berated him, and I found that to be a very unprofessional person to do something like that. Even if the person didn't know anything about anything, or thinks he knows everything about everything, you should have handled that a little better. And I think that was like horrible on her part. I did. That's why one reason I'm not a fan. I didn't mind her first response. But I, I, what bothered me was that she kept on. Like she, she just kept on, like basically attacking the fan verbally or whatever. Like this person just paid, and I guess they feel like, well, you just paid, you're not getting your money back, so I can do whatever I want to do. I've seen, sad to say, I've seen CM Punk do something similar to that um, with our friend Matt. But um, yeah, I mean, this is something that you paid for. Not only you paid for, I'm pretty sure you waited on a line almost an hour to get to someone that you want to see, ask them a question, and them to attack you. Um, to say, basically, is that what you heard? Um, and so on and so on. I don't got to tell you the truth or whatever. Fine. But to keep on and keep on and keep on, it just makes everything uncomfortable. Um, I, I noticed you signed something under the, the guy's name. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with what she was saying. But, yeah, I felt like that was wrong. But um, the beginning was that basically, yeah, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. I can understand that. But it sh- she shouldn't have stretched it and made the whole experience about that. Because now, yeah, screw you. I don't want to see you again. I would have ripped the pitch in her face and threw it. And they're going to have to call security. But whatever. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, because I, cause, cause you, you, I just paid to see you. I asked you a question. I'm not a reporter. I'm not trying to st- stir things up or whatever. I heard that you left the movie for that. Is that true? I, I miss you. I want you to come back. Something like that. It wasn't to get attacked for the five minutes, two minutes. I'm here with you. But yeah. Listen, Sasha's the worst, and her fans are literally gonna die for her if they actually ask them to do that. There's no point of getting through them. I, I just like this, like a dead issue in terms of. Sasha's always been a nasty individual. I've seen it, witnessed it firsthand, even towards little kids at signings years ago. Again, everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, she's having a bad day. You know what? When you see it too many times, it ain't just a bad day. It might just be a bad person. Um, You know what? Whatever. I mean, the fan really... I mean, it was almost kind of... What I will side with her on is it seemed like the fan was recording because he was kind of hoping to get kind of a reaction like that. Mm -hmm. So, like... Uh, you know, I can't really, you know what I mean? Like, that, that just, like, that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I compare it to, like, Cody. Cody's, like, God to me right now. Not in the sense, like, he's, like, the nicest person. It doesn't matter if you meet him outside. I think there was a tweet that someone said, hey, you ignore my wife. You went to the hot, pretty chick. Who and does he went that? And said, Huh. But, I think the best okay. part of that is like, okay, so, wait, so you're, you're calling your wife not hot, not pretty? Yeah, like, basically, yeah. You, 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 like, yo, bro, are you, you saying your wife's not pretty? Like, that, that's going to put your doghouse worse than anything else. He, he's telling you, you ruined her night. Give your wife a hug. Tell her she's beautiful and you're going to take care of her later or something. Don't Bring her bl- home. Don't blame slam her. Slam dunk her one. Pull yeah. the album, Give her six seconds and that's it. You're going to blame it on Cody. <laughs> My wife is co- going to commit suicide because this stranger that she's never met didn't say hi to her. There's more issues there besides Cody stopping for her. But, yeah, whatever. But, I, I mean, like, at least he took the... See, the he like, did. Cody's least, extra nice. He makes um John Cena look like a Nazi. I mean, it's true. We <laughs> and th- that's hard. Yes, we thought John Cena was like, Jesus and everything. No, Cody takes him down a notch, which is crazy to say that. But, yeah. 
I just realized, did you say Nazi? Yes, I did. <laughs> that, so I was like, I'm listening to you, and I'm like, you didn't say that, right? <laughs> so with everything going on in the world between you know Israel and Palestine, that's the worst thing you could say right now. <laughs> that's that. That's how high Cody is right now. <laughs> like, he could use a better comparison, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time. Good night. <laughs> That's it. No more shout outs. I think we're good. All right. Mania a, Club. There's they had good. a special event this. I'm not done yet. No, I'm <laughs> what a Mania, Mania Club. Club. Like, I thought it was over. <laughs> no, but seriously, check out Mania Club on Facebook. They do special things, like, for example, if you give time, money, and effort, uh, they do have special events. There was a group of people, which you can see on the Mania Club uh, page, who had a bowling event with Carrie Cross, Gigi, uh, Grayson Waller, and others. Uh, Shotzi, I think, was one of them. So check them out, and hopefully you can be that person that will be doing something special like that. Please check out also Give Kids the World and Hearts of Reality on Facebook. They do have a special event coming up this December. All right, that's a wrap, guys. Thank you all for listening and supporting us any way you can. Have a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Take care.